19 chapter, Acts chapter 19, verses 11 to 29 and 32. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and the evil spirits left them. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who were demon-possessed. They would say, in the, name of the, in the name of the Jesus whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva and Jewish chief priests were doing this. One day, the evil spirit answered them, Jesus I know and Paul I know about, but who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overpowered them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. When this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear, and the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believed now came and openly confessed and what they had done. A number who had practiced sorcery brought their scrolls together and burned them publicly. When they calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. After all this had happened, Paul decided to go to Jerusalem, passing through Macedonia and Achaia. After I have been there, he said, I must visit Rome also. He sent two of his helpers, Timothy and Erastus, to Macedonia while he stayed in the province of Asia a little longer. About that time, there arose a great disturbance about the way. A silversmith named Demetrius, who made silver shrines of Artemis, brought in a lot of business for the craftsmen there. He called them together along with the workers in related trades and said, You know, my friends, that we receive a good income from this business, and you see and hear how this fellow Paul has convinced and led astray large numbers of people here in Ephesus and in practically the whole province of Asia. He says the gods made by human hands are no gods at all. There is danger not only that our trade will lose its good name, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis will be discredited, and the goddess herself, who is worshipped throughout the province of Asia and the world, will be robbed of her divine majesty. When they heard this, they were furious and began shouting, Great is Artemis of Ephesians. Soon the whole city was in uproar. The assembly was in confusion. Some were shouting one thing, some another. Most of the people did not even know why they were there. This is the word of the Lord. Okay, good morning. Uh, thank you, uh, Caitlin, for reading the scripture for us. And Lester, thanks for coming and to uh, lead us in worship uh, this morning. Uh, it's a really full uh, morning and a lot of special guests are here with us. Uh, before I, I get a chance to introduce uh, Pastor Bailey who's about to preach, we have uh, Reverend Isaac Kwan and also Tim Ma, who are the board of directors of Winter Conference. So they're here. You can ask them all the questions you want about WinterCon that's happening this year, so make sure to say hi to them. Uh, Reverend Isaac Kwan also is the executive director of CIM Canada, where he serves in Ghana as one of the countries, which our church has had the opportunity to grow to love over the years. And why I'm sharing that is because Pastor Bailey currently serves in Ghana, uh, so that's kind of the connection here, where I got a chance to meet him back in 2013. My wife and I were there in Ghana, and we saw him at the guest house, uh, and that was the first time we, we bumped into one another. Um, so I have a little bio here just to read a little bit more about him, Billy and Josephine Chung, uh, his wife, and their son Boaz are from Hong Kong. Uh, now they're serving in Ghana with WEC, uh, which is a World Evangelization for Christ International uh, as missionaries since 2011. 2011 to 2018, they were serving in the northern part of Ghana uh, in a, a city named Wa uh, to reach out to the Muslim group uh, Wala. 
They mainly use computer training and vacation Bible school to reach out to youth and children in the Wa town and villages. Then in 2018, uh, they moved down to the southern part of Ghana to join Acts 13 to mobilize and train up Ghana youth in understanding of missions, develop their gifts and talents, also mentor those carrying a passion to go for missions. So let's give a very warm LLC welcome uh, to Pastor Billy. Can you hear me? Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for this opportunity and thank you for the invitation. Um, I think this is my second time uh, to Vancouver. Last time I think it was uh, 2016. But at the beginning, I would like to say like, if my English makes you feel uncomfortable, please be patient because my son always challenged my English. Yeah, he said, oh, Father, your English is like an African English. Yeah, in the end, in, most of the people, they feel difficult to understand. Anyway, so please, um, and I also hope the Holy Spirit can help us. Okay, so for today, we are going to have a look of the book of Acts. When I received the invitation from um, um, Pastor Dan, I feel wonderful. Wow, I heard that in the past few months, I think you are, have been studying about the book of Luke, and after that, the book of Acts. I think the book of Acts is one of my favorite books. Yeah, because I'm a missionary, of course, I love the book of Acts. So before, maybe you spend a little time to think about in the last, from chapter 1 to 19, now we are on 19, which passage, which sermon, which part you think, wow, I love it the most. Yes, think about it, think about it. And now we are moving to the book of chapter 19. Yeah, I think we already heard about uh, the story. This is a very interesting story. I received this uh, task to, to study about this. When I studied, I feel, wow. This is a wonderful story. In the whole story, you can see this. You can separate into two parts. First, it's like uh, 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 something happened um, in uh, Ephesus, something like that. Okay. And the second part is something happened in the theater, right, from 21 to 41. But in between, there's a one very key verse, verse 20. Yeah, verse 20 says that, in this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. You know, Paul carried the gospel all the way yeah, from Antioch, Acts chapter 13, all the way, continue, continue, continue to spread. And in this story, you can see two different stories in between this verse 20. The word of God, of the Lord, spread widely and grew in power. But when you look at it, it's very interesting. There's into two different extreme results of the gospel. One, you can see a group of people, they repent. On the other side, you can see a group of people, they are right. I feel difficult to pronounce this word. Is it correct? Yes? Okay, thank you. Yeah, it's very extreme. Yeah, I think in, on mission field, we always saw these kind of things. Some people, they receive the gospel, but some people, they really against it. Okay, in the whole story, also come with two Similar group of people. In Chinese, we call this kind of people san guan. You know, have you heard about this word san guan? You don't know this word san guan? No, you heard about it. I tried to find it out in translation, but I couldn't. Yeah, I asked my son, and then he said, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just, just, just like some people, they use religion to make money or use some spiritual thing 
to make money, we call them Sanguan in Cantonese. So this is two groups of people. One group is some of the sons of a Jewish priest. Interesting, right? When they saw Paul, and then they think, oh, Paul used the name of Jesus with a, a, a very, very a special spiritual power. And they also try to use his name. But I, can, you, I think you can remember in the passage, it doesn't work. And even though it becomes a very, very big problem. And on the other hand, is another uh, Sanguan. Aha, uh-huh, it's called uh, a silversmith. Uh-huh, he used his skills to make idols to sell and make a lot of money. When the word of God came, and then he found out, wow, it's a big problem to my business. Because if everyone followed this Paul and became a Christian, who to come and buy my idols? And my business will collapse. And he tried to do something to against it. After that, you follow. You can see these two Sanguan, but in the story, it's totally different. One side, aha, all these things happen, uh, 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 um, but the Jews and the Greek in, over, over there, they, they, they even fear the law. And then they feel, wow, this Jesus, this name of Jesus is wonderful. Because you can see that aha, they try to use, the, 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 they try to use uh, the name of Jesus to do something. But finally, the evil spirit even though control them. And then they can see behind this name of Jesus is very powerful. That's why even though not only the Jews, even though the Greek at that time together to receive the law. But on the other, the other side, these silversmiths tried to make everything crazy, and then the whole city made noise, like in protest. Oh, they went to the, 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 the theater, even though they tried to make a whole city upside down. And then after that, on one side, those people who believe and openly confess, it's such amazing, right? Openly confess. In that generation. But on the other side, they, 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 they were, some were shouting this, some were shouting that. And most of the people don't even know what they were there. They're just there looking at each other at the theater. Everyone is trying to enter the theater. Everyone is shouting. And even though some are shouting this, some are shouting that, they don't know what they're shouting. They just follow the crowd and, and something like that. Crazy. But they don't know what is happening. But at the result, at the end, also very interesting. At the end, on that side, who confessed, accepted Jesus? They're willing to burn all the religious books because they were worship idols. They have their own religious books. They're willing to openly to burn all the religious books. How much? 50,000 silver coins. Uh, if you, you are interested, you can go home and do some research and see how much is the money there. 50,000 silver coins. A lot of money, but willing to burn it. On the other side, this silversmith read this problem, finally nothing happened, and then they just dismissed it, the assembly. They just go home by themselves. But when you look at the book of Acts, let me ask you, anyone can remember what's the key of the book of Acts? Anyone can help me? I only think the Chinese congregation, the Cantonese congregation is so passive. Uh, I'm very surprised uh, the English-speaking uh, congregation is also very... Uh, okay, anyone can, can help me. I have some presents. I bring a lot, but I, I, I can see you are so, so passive. Anyone can help me. What's the key word of the, the book of Acts? Yes, anyone? Holy Spirit. Okay, thank you. I'll give you one. Yeah, that's good. 
Okay, anyone else? Yeah, the key, something key in the book of Acts. Try. Yes, young people. Oh, oh. okay. Okay. Also get one. Yes, who said that? Yeah, yeah. Any other? Anyone, just one person. About who? Okay. Okay, so as the keyword is in chapter 1a, right? But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses. Yes, in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the world. This morning in the Chinese congregation, I share about the book of Acts chapter 10, about when Peter received the wish with the cloth. Remember that? Yeah, you know that chapter 10 is very key. Is the Jewish world goes over to the Gentile world. Yeah, this is from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria to the end of the world. At the same time, you have to remember power and witnesses. There's power in the book of, there's power from the Holy Spirit and there's power in the Holy Spirit. When you see the chapter 19, you can see something very interesting. Paul with this power to be Jesus' witnesses among the non-believers, right? But you can see there's two different results. One result is someone against the gospel. One result is someone received the gospel. Okay, in the mission field, it's normal. Yeah. You, do, you never think about, oh, I go for a mission, oh, people will listen to you, oh, oh, they will rise up their hand to accept Christ. No. A lot of time, people are rejecting. If you go out and share gospel, if someone rejects you, it's very normal. Don't feel this is not normal. It's very normal. But at the same time also, God has prepared somebody. Their heart is ready. They will receive the gospel. But now I have another question. To the end of the world. Where is the end of the world? Anyone can help me? End of the world. In the book of Acts, at that time, the people's understanding of end of the world is where? Rome. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You choose one. Yeah, this is a nice one. Yeah, yeah room. Yeah. Okay, but today, but today, us, where is the end of the world? That's another question, right? Okay, if we compare the passage of Matthew, we can see, go and make disciples to what? To all, to all nations. Yeah. Yes, of course. I can see your eyes is speaking nations. Yeah, even though you are covering by, by mouth. Yeah, take one. Yeah, awesome. Okay. All nations. On another translation, all nations is also talk about all people groups. That means to the end of the world also means all people groups on the earth, they don't know Jesus. Okay, let me give you some other questions. In the whole world, we have one uh, 16,500 people groups in the world. People groups mean they share the same language, they share the same value, they share the same culture, like I think in Canada, 
Uh, we have some like for you guys, I think you are uh, CBC or some people call you CBC or you call uh, English speaking Asian or something like that. But you share your same language. You have the similar value. You have a similar culture. So this is like a people group, right? Okay, let me ask you a question. In mission, we have one thing called UPG. Anyone can tell me what's the meaning of UPG? Aha, uh -huh, this one is, uh, uh, this is very African. Aha, uh -huh, yeah. Yeah, African normal, aha, uh -huh, yeah. What is UPG? Wow, unrich people group. Yes, unrich people group. Okay, you can take two. Because this. <laughs> Okay, unreachable group. Okay, another question. How many group in the world now, 2020? Anyone try? Just try. Anyone try? How many? How many people groups in the world? 16,000, right? Yeah, 16,500. So how many in the world now today? Just try. What? No, 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 no. 16. Wow. My friend. Yes, please, yeah, follow my logic, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, 16,000, that means it's less than 16,000. Yeah, around how much? How many? 12, mm, a little bit less. You know many missionaries are working very hard in the past, yeah. Yeah, a lot of churches, yeah. 2,000 2, years, yeah, oh yeah. 3,000, a little bit more, yeah. 5,000, a little bit more. 7,000. Yes. Wow. 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 Oh, take, take, take. Yes. 7,000. 7,000 rich people group in the world. Now, today. So, what's the meaning of unrich people group? That means those people group, they have less than 2% of Christian evangelical in that people group. Like we are one people group here, we have less than 2% evangelical in this group. Or 80% of those people. Personally, never met one Christian in their entire life. I hope I can explain clearly in my English. You, you understand, right? In this people group, less than 2% of, 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 of people, they are not evangelical. Or 80% of us, we never met one born-again Christian in their entire life. This is unrich people group. So in Africa, like now we are working very hard, like we have several of them. Like this is called Hausa. This is a trading tribe. Uh, they are everywhere in West Africa. You can see those colors from Ghana, Nigeria, Burkina uh, uh, Faso, all over West Africa. They are trading tribe. They are moving around. They are doing trading. A lot of local market, you will see them. Their population is 48 million. And their evangelical is only 0.44%. Less than 1%, no, less than 0.5%. Very serious. Another people group, like Funani, we call them Funani. We are trying to start a team now, next year, hopefully. Uh, no, this September, hopefully, uh, to reach this people group. This people is a nomadic. They keep cows. It's nomadic. They move around uh, uh, West Africa all the way. Yeah, you can find them everywhere you, when you see cows in, Ken, in, in, in Ghana or in Burkina Faso. They're very, very strong Muslim. Their population is 39 million. Evangelical, 0.2. In the past, 
not many people think about to reach them, even though, in, in, for example, in their entire life, they never met a Christian. Okay, another one, the Somali. You know Somali? We call them Horn of Africa. In the eastern coast of Africa, there's a horn. It's the Somali land. The Somalian, they're in Kenya, in Uganda. How many percent of evangelical? Anyone please guess? Oh, less than that. No, less than that. Yeah, zero percent. Why? A lot of I have a Hong Kong Chinese lady now is working among this people group in Naobi. She's doing an English course to teach these Somali uh, who moved from Somalia to Kenya to teach them English, to try to reach them, but it's very difficult. Because in the class, their religious teacher will sit behind to watch how you teach. You can't teach them anything related to Christianity. But you can show your life to them. You can show your Christian faith to them, but not verbally. So, this is a challenge. Okay, another one. Also, we have a team there in Bangladesh. The same, evangelical. Zero. The same. The population is 125 million. No Christian at all. And then another group is called a nomadic Arab, a, Ch a Chadian nomadic Arab. We have a very great team there. I really hope you can pray. We really will try to recruit young people to go there to teach English. We have some English course for one year. You can learn some of the Arab and then you can teach them, uh, teach them English, a lot of uh, them, they come to our center. We have a team over there. They are Christian also just 0.5%. So this is unrich people group. But most of them, they don't know why they were there. They don't know anything. From my experience in the past 10 years, most of the Muslims, they don't know they need Jesus. They don't know they need Jesus. They don't know anything. They just know, I need to do my religious practice, to do everything of one day, I can go to heaven. This is what they understand. But very important, when I look into the book of Acts, you have to be there to be there what? Witnesses. You just be there to let them watch your life, to let them see how Christian is, see your value. So that's why this is very important. On the other hand, maybe God will use you and bring some of them to Christ. You can see Many of those who believe now came and only confessed that they had done. I think in the last uh, a few years, we have been disciple one of uh, uh, a Ghanaian, a Muslim in the north, in Wa. We have been discipling him, doing Bible study, a lot of things. Just last week, I think, no, I think a week before I came to Canada, and then he messaged me, still told me that, Billy, I can't openly confess myself. Because my father is still alive. Please, I would like to wait until my father passes away and then I can openly confess myself. It's a big challenge because in the whole community, they are Muslim. Just like what happened in the book of Acts chapter 19. If he openly confessed, maybe the whole village, the whole friend, they will come oh, crazy to against him. So this is a big challenge. But still, we need somebody to be there to be our witnesses to them. Facing our task unfinished. Today, we are still facing this unfinished task. 
7,000 unreached people group. I hope you believe one day Jesus will come back, right? I hope you believe Jesus said, uh, when this gospel of the kingdom reached to the whole world, and he will what? He will return. That means the task is for who? The task is for us. Sometimes I just make joke. I say, hey, can we also employ somebody uh -huh, to, uh, to go out and then give trash and employ somebody to go out and share the gospel? Uh -huh, pay them minimum wages, uh, 15 uh, Canadian dollars per, per hour, and then go to downtown to do it? Is it possible? No, we can't do it, right? We are the, his witnesses. We, the, the task is for us. Okay, now we have to ask one question. What we can do? I have a few suggestions for you. First, I think we can pray. We can pray. I would like to recommend these two apps to you. Uh, it's like an app you can download on your phone. Uh, one is called Your Project, Unrich of the Day. Every day you can pray for one unrich people group. Pray. Pray for the unrich people. Pray for the missionaries. Pray for them. Yeah, they never heard about Jesus. Pray for that. Another one, Operation World, is under my organization. We'll show you a lot of statistics about unrich people group. And second, one thing I think you would like to do is find your role in missions. Find your role in missions. This morning, I've been talking together with Pastor, and then he said, in this church, uh, you have a lady who served in the MK school, right, in a missionary kid school somewhere in Central Asia or, um, or, or something like that. You know, in mission, it's a very bored world. A lot of people think mission is only in a fun life, uh -huh, reaching out to those people. No, mission is very bored. Yeah, you need to find your role. But mission is for everyone, anyone. No one can escape, but you need to find your role. Some can be a missionary outside. Some can be a supporter, can be a prayer, pray for people. And even though some can be a mobilizer. A lot of people think, when, uh, uh, think about uh, mobilization. You can mobilize mission, talk to your friends about mission. You can help the organization like Pastor Isaac. You can help Pastor Isaac for mobilization to recruit more people or to do MK, to do a lot of things. But you have to be considered to find your role in world missions. So if you, know, you want to know more, I have brought some of the, the brochure. If you want to know more, uh, you can come after the service. And then at the end, okay, before. I wear a very special T-shirt today. Uh -huh. It's a limited edition. You can't buy it. Even though you queue up for two days, you can't get it. Yeah. But this T-shirt has a very special story behind. Yeah, but I would like to ask somebody to help me to read this quote. Actually, behind the T-shirt, there's a quote. Yeah. Maybe, brother, your voice is nice. Can you read it for me, please? Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Thank you. So this t-shirt is a story behind. So this guy is called uh, C.T. Star. He's the founder of my, our mission, WAC mission. Yeah. I think some of you heard about Hassan Taylor. Yeah. So he is one of the disciples of Hassan Taylor. He, he grew up in the UK and then he graduated from Cambridge. Uh, in Chinese church, we'll call him Cambridge 7. He's one of the seven uh, uh, Cambridge students follow Hassan Taylor to China. Yeah. He finally returned back to, to England, and his heart is for mission. I think around his 60 to 70 years old, he returned back to Africa in Congo.
to start the mission. And this picture is when he is a very old uh, end of the time. He, this picture is took in Ken Congo, and you see his pony, uh, 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 one of this, yes. Uh, you know this one normally people will think is rock and roll. Actually, this, this symbol is very Christian. Yeah, very Christian. It's telling us only one life. Everyone will die, right? Everyone will become like this. Yes. So only one life, it will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Yesterday, I, I'm, I'm, I'm totally free. I walk around in uh, Richmond, in the neighborhood, look at the houses, I look at the cars, I look, wow, in Canada, it's so different. Because you, I've been living in, in, in Ghana for so many years, I say, wow, this is such a wonderful city. Yeah, especially the cars, people. And I'm thinking about, I don't know what is your purpose in your life. What's the purpose in your life? Is it to buy a house, to get a nice car, or to get a good hobby? I think in Canada, many people will devote their whole life into a hobby, right? Yeah, yeah, to, 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 to build up one very great hobby. Spend all your money, all your time, all your thing into this hobby. Wow, my life is wonderful. I'm expert of this hobby. Yeah, I heard about in America, some of the people collecting shells, shells, yeah, they go around different beaches to collecting shells in their entire life. Sometimes I just feel, wow. When Jesus, Jesus said, hey, what have you been done for me? Oh, I have been collecting shells for my whole life. Look at my shells. Wow, wonderful. But I would like to encourage you really to think about you only have one life. And what's done for Christ will last. Yeah. I think my sermon will be here. I would like to invite my brother for the song, but before that, I would like to pray for each one of you. So, before that, maybe you can think about what you can do for Jesus. Yeah, there's many people that are sitting in their whole life, they never heard about Jesus. You can imagine, maybe in your whole life, when you are growing up in a Christian family, maybe a lot of you, but you can imagine in your whole life, you never met one Christian. You don't know anything about Christianity. You don't know anything. I think if you met one, you will feel, wow, wonderful, wonderful. I met one Christian. He can tell me the story about Jesus, right? Okay, so let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the book of Acts. Thank you for the stories about the apostles, Paul and Peter, experience. How they spent their whole life to bring this gospel all the way from Jerusalem to the end of the world. So today, we are benefit of this gospel, but we pray that, Lord, you will help us to use our life to move forward, to move forward, to carry this gospel, to be your witnesses to the whole world. Maybe we, maybe we are not just be a character to go out as a missionary, but we still pray that, Lord, you help us to find our role in mission so we can use our gifts, our life, our talent. So one day, we, when we see you, we can rejoice together with you. We can sing songs together with you in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.